0: Hello and welcome to So Divine. I'm Megan Skinner and I'm Stephanie Galling. And this is our monthly Astrology and Tarot podcast, where we take a look at the celestial landscape, what's happening in the stars. We pick a tarot card to fit the vibe, all with an eye towards inspiration and helping you to lead a more conscious life. So hello, Stephanie. Hi, Megan. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Happy June. We are... We are going into the summer, which just feels absolutely crazy to even say that word. I feel like... isn't it still the holidays? <laughs> Isn't it still exactly. like Christmas? <laughs> I'm way back there. <laughs> well, we have a lot to talk about this month. We are a lot going on. And let's just start at the beginning. And let's talk a little bit about our friend Mars. And so Mars it has gone into the sign of Aries. And, of course, Aries is Uh, Mars's natal sign. And so it's this very big bang of fiery energy that kind of starts off the month. And personally, when I kind of looked at this, I'm like, well, this is exciting. I feel like we can all use a little bit of a push forward. I think all of us are a little bit tired of the kind of waiting and we're, you know, we're finishing up the Mercury retrograde and just, I think we're all ready to kind of go, Yeah, for
1: sure, you know, and it seems like there's, you know, with what has happened recently in the world, um, this galvanization of force in terms of, you know, this push to really stand for what you know to be true and inherently important. You know, this like, you know, instead of thinking about things and talking about things, it feels like we're going to move that intact action.
0: Yeah, Mars is definitely the action planet, the warrior planet and you know, I I think that oh gosh, I'm just like stumbling just because there is so much going on right now as as recording this and but there is this like forward movement, but it's mindful forward movement. I think Mars and Aries can just get a little bit ahead of itself. And, you know, it's the fighter. It's like, give me the fight. I'm going down. And so how, maybe we should talk a little bit about how can we work with this energy? I mean, let it to inspire us to move forward and fight the good fight without kind of going into that Mars, (laughs) Mars Marsy overdrive where it's just, bam pow punch yeah i mean exactly you know i always think about like mars
1: and air and aries right about that sense of like knowing the fight like knowing the essence of warrior knowing Mm -hmm. the essence of champion and Mm -hmm. so that's what's being invited in it feels more constructive or sort of full of ease if you will to find something to fight for
0: Mm-hmm.
1: something that really aligns with like your heart, your desires, your passion, you know, your sense of justice and fairness, thinking about Libra on the other side of yeah. Aries. Uh, and to, and to like channel your energy with, with, for that, uh, because I feel like if there's that invitation for that champion or that fighting, if we're not fighting for something, we may magnetize experiences that have us have to fight against something. You know, and yet, too, like, it's not just about fighting for fighting's sake, right? Like, how do we really corral our our conscious choice in terms of, like, what we feel is of inherent importance to us individually, to -hmm. us collectively, you know, and then marshal that will, you know, marshal your moxie in terms of, like, okay, this is spurring me on to act at the behest of this really important aim, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. And I, I think the thing about Mars and your your you're saying this, Stephanie is, you know, Mars can represent anger and Mars can represent desire and Mars our will. And when you think about really, you know, honing that and standing in that in a empowered way with like true agency. Man, that is like a powerful, exciting thing. But it takes, and we'll talk a little bit this as we talk about Saturn in a minute, we have to be able to contain it in some way, you know, to provide that container for it. But if we can, that's a force to be reckoned with. Agreed, agreed. Like it's really just feels like
1: something to tap into for that sense of propulsion. But again, as you're alluding to and saying, like without it being conscious, right? I mean, it could just be like boiling over upset, frustration, or rage that's not channeled, right? Right. That's just, you know, or that sense, you know, Mars and Aries wants it now, but now is actually five minutes ago. Like there is that sense (laughs) of like possible impatience and how that rattles us, you know, and, and causes that like sort of rash of upset. You know, and I think about Mars and Aries too, in terms of inflammation and like both literally like your spirit feels inflamed, but also to watch for like literally like inflammation and rashes, right? Because there's so much stirring heat that wants to escape.
0: Yeah, that's, that's great. And, you know, the thing about Mars too, is I feel like, you know, watch for those triggers, you know, of, of being reactionary and, and not kind of like going into the just fighting for the, the sake to fight. But I love that you're bringing up the whole thing about the inflammation. And, you know, I always think that, um, you know, in, in certain spiritual anatomy that the skin does represent anger. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about, we're talking about Mars and Will and all these things that maybe it's going to show up on our skin a little bit. Yes. I mean, it very well could, right? All that fire, like that's looking for an outlet. You know, stay grounded, people, right? And 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 stand in, stand in your fire. Stand in your fire. Mm. Okay, well, speaking of moving forward, let's talk about the end of the Mercury retrograde. Now, yeah hey, end of Mercury retrograde. Actually, Mercury stations direct on June the 3rd. And I think we're all a little excited about that. This Mercury retrograde feels like it's been kind of a a little bit of a challenging one. And what's really interesting is as Mercury stations direct, we also have Saturn stationing to go retrograde. So it's like, here we're going forward. Wait a minute. No, we're not. We're going retrograde. It feels kind of very confusing.
1: Yeah. I mean, here, you know, and I like to think about it too, like around those days, right? June 3rd for the Mercury retrograde ending and June 4th for the Saturn retrograde beginning. There's just like around those days, there's lots of Mercury and there's (laughs) lots of Saturn, right? Right. So, and even, you know, if we were thinking about Saturn, like Mercury turns back around in Taurus. so it's not yeah. like let's go, let's talk quickly and let's just it's you know it's it's still that sense of like okay, it's time to move forward but let's do it in a practical way. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you know Taurus does not like quick transitions mm-hmm. you know and so it's still about like pace right mm-hmm. and moving yes moving forward but moving forward in a leisurely way that doesn't rattle you too much, you know, where I think I like to think oftentimes about tourists about like finding oneself, one sense of rhythm, right? So how do we now like communicate and take what we've learned and apply it both practically, but again, not, um, not in a jolting way right still slowly and leisurely but so there is that movement forward at least you know on that level but that's and I think that Saturn strong Saturn reinforces that Taurus right it's like yeah don't make quick changes like don't act rashly you know just again like does this add up? you know, really paying attention to like the foundation of things and the structure of things and the integrity of things. Because, you know, Saturn likes to point out like where the weak link is or like mm-hmm. where we have cut corners. It's, you know, Saturn's like, mm, just a reminder, hello, you've cut a corner. You know, it's like you can't like sort of skimmy shimmy away from that. And so to really like, you know, to really just sort of abide by those principles and also see like, what are your principles and and to follow them.
0: Yeah, it was funny, Stephanie, when you were talking about Taurus and the leisurely energy. It's like your whole voice and your whole manner slowed down. And, you know, and it just felt so tarry. And, you know, Taurus loves the leisurely pace of life. And, you know, it's also, I think, an opportunity to, you know, kind of enjoy things a bit. You know, Taurus, you know, likes to take its own time. And Taurus also enjoys, you know, sometimes the simple things and, and the pleasures of life. And so I think feel like with some of this energy it's 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 pacing yourself and finding your rhythm but also maybe giving yourself a little bit of permission to look around and kind of celebrate, you know, it's the smell the roses kind of energy. You know, when I think about Taurus, I always think about that children's story, Ferdinand the Bull, right? And Ferdinand was going to go into the ring to fight, and the matador comes out and says, Ferdinand, it's time to go fight the fight. Here we are talking about fighting. And Ferdinand says, no, I just, I want to stay under the cork tree and and." smell the you know the clover or whatever it is so you know you know because we're talking about so much kind of like some really fiery serious intense energy and maybe this is an opportunity to just kind of be more fluid and listen a little bit differently and pay attention a little differently
1: yeah, I think that's really important, right? Cause also as we're gonna talk about later, like when things start to really feel like they're more in movement in mid in the middle of the month. So in the beginning of the month, it's like just know, like, give yourself that permission to know that like, you know, all the things that you've learned, it's like the synthesis of that and that the beginning stages of sharing that outward, but there's no rush right now, you know, just to be in a rush because I feel like, you know, still that Mars and Aries is like, let's go quickly. Let's like (laughs) leap before we look. And then it's, you know, you have Mercury and Taurus and then you have that Saturn, you know, Saturn is not really, um, a fan of leaping before you look, you know, so it's important to sort of like piece all those together
0: you know, as as we're talking, I feel like I have whiplash, you know, I mean, it's like Mars, yes, Saturn, no, you know, so it's really, you know, again, like, like we're saying is finding your own rhythms and pacing yourself. And I think it requires us all to just check in with ourselves on a, on a more regular basis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit, let's move a little bit more into more mid month and talk about some, um, I wrote, I wrote the word Zippy energy. (laughs) I think you use the word sprightly energy that we've got going on planetarily. So let's talk about uh, the Mercury-Pluto trine, and then we'll get into the Venus-Uranus conjunction, and then also we'll talk a little bit about the Sagittarius full moon
1: yeah right it's like bam 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 right the 10th Mm the 11th the 13th the 14th those four days um so on the 10th there's the mercury pluto trine and it feels like an opportunity to really like dig in and dig under right Mm. not just about like wanting to understand things on like a surface level but you know but like peeling back some layers yeah you know what's underneath what's underground you right. know and to see that and you know what's what's under and what's behind right? Like what's behind the words that I'm using? Like what's the motivation? What's the feeling? What's behind the words or the information I'm receiving? You know, that there's other treasures of insight and understanding and clarity that come from looking either under or behind
0: right and the and the pluto's the under and the mercury's the mercury's be, the behind right <laughs> and you know it's 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 we've got pluto here but it's a trying and so it kind of gives that more favorable energy, you know, more harmony to that process. And you know, so maybe it's a real opportunity to like allow yourself to re- like really go in a little bit deeper and just explore. And I think with the, the Mercury Pluto trine also I think that you could have new understandings. Like your perception about things could change the way the way you think about change. Uh, things could change as well yeah yeah
1: and speaking about change it's right on the (laughs) the heels of the next day which is june 11th where we have uh the venus uranus conjunction Mm -hmm. Um, so you know and uranus is nothing if not wanting to change things so you know it's really that like break break breakdown breakthrough break free energy and when it pairs with Venus, you know, there's that se- – I mean, there's so much to that sense. Like, but there's that sense of, like, really valuing Venus, like yeah. the revolutionary, though, sort of the rebellion, the, like, the path less frequently taken, you know, like, how do we – the desire, the love, the affinity for, like, shaking it up, mm-hmm. you know, and not necessarily, like, continuing to just stay the course because that's what we all do. It's like, no, wait. <laughs> What else is possible? Like and that release of that uranian energy. Um yeah. So I mean more to that, but like what about what are what are your initial thoughts about it? Well, you
0: know, one of the things that we talked about too is with, you know, on this day on June eleventh, we also have the um, the March for our lives happening. Mm -hmm. And so it's like such an interesting day for that to be happening as you're talking about this Uranian like revolution, you know, let's, let's bow down the status quo, you know, damn the patriarchy, you know, it's going to have this kind of energy. And with Venus there that brings in that strong, strong feminine energy and that celebration of the feminine. So with the March that day, I have to say, isn't that like kind of like a extraordinary timing it's such a great day for that
1: yeah right and it's been a you know we haven't really got i mean the last time i feel like we've all really galvanized around Mm -hmm. like gun safety was 2018 with the parkland shooting and even though there's been i mean they what did i just see that stat that said there's been like more shootings in the united states than days of the week You know, so like so far. So like the fact that like, you know, now we're coming together in the nationwide protests, right? That amplification of that, you know, we treasure Venus, that Uranus like, wait, like we want to like, call forth like, you know, what we think is important, right? And like, that sort of revolutionary energy is like, Really important, and it's interesting. I didn't think about this before, but like with that Mercury Pluto trine bef- the day before, it's almost like okay, let's dig in. You know, like yeah. let's find our deep resources of our voice, Mercury, and let's like call for change. Right. You know, like but boots on. You know, in that Mars and Aries kind of way, like yeah, boots exactly. on the ground, not like oh, let's just you know donate money, which is important, or let's say something on social media. It's like no, let's get our feet on the ground, come together with others to. Share our values for what you know, for life, you know, for
0: children's life, for everyone's life. So yeah. I mean, it's so powerful, yeah. of course, because we do at the same time have that fiery Mars and Aries. And so, you know, I think it's all bringing out the spiritual warrior, if you will, in all of us. So I think people are going to feel pretty activated yeah. around that time. And who knows, maybe we'll see you from Washington. Maybe we'll do a So Divine from Washington, D.C. or something like that. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes. Yes. And there
1: <laughs> will be, I mean, in every in every city, like there's yeah, going to be right. more. To look for your local marches. And, you know, it's also really interesting is that the degree of that conjunction, which is 16 degrees of Taurus, is the same degree. This is synchronistic or magical or I don't know what it's the same degree as the moon will be at the upcoming lunar eclipse on November 8th. So already right. we just say, okay, there's something relate, something about that, whatever's going on in June 11th. And we're not just talking about the March, but even in your life, yeah. like what is yeah. going on around June 11th related to these themes of like taking a new tact or taking a you know pivoting or wanting freedom or wanting to shake it up and that November 8th eclipse. And so mm. there's some like weaving between those two days. And as it turns out, what's November 8th? But in the United States, it's the midterm elections. And, you know, again, as we've been talking, like that really sets the stage that with those connection between those dates, that like gun safety really may be, again, that yeah. um, issue that motivates people with voting, right? I mean, again, the fact that the march, the nationwide march is on that day, and then the eclipse is on the midterm elections, like, Wow.
0: Yeah. It's a total wow. And it makes you love astrology, right? Because it it gives us this context, you know, and to be able to see all of this going on right now, you know, in the greater context of what's happening in the world is just fascinating. Just Fascinating. Just fascinating.
1: Yeah. And so I would say too, like, you know, from a personal perspective, like be really aware around that day or on that day, like, you know, the, you know your, how you cherish freedom, even personal mm-hmm. freedom in your life, cherishing, like really wanting to like show up as you, the unique individual that you are. And whatever right. it is that comes forth, like just think about how that is a hint to what you may get a more illumination about come early November in your personal wow. life
0: as well. Good, good. Well said, Stephanie. Well said. So let's talk, because in the mix here, we have a Sagittarius full moon. And here we are, Sagittarius, which is really aligns with all this energy. And Sagittarius is like, to me, the bigger picture and it's politics and global happenings. And it really compels us all to think bigger, to reach bigger. And Of course, Sagittarius is fire. And so here we have this other component. And and the day before, Mercury goes into Gemini. So we're out of that slow Taurus energy. Mercury's now direct in Gemini. And then there's that Sag full moon.
1: Yeah, I mean, Mercury's so happy to be like he going so forward amazing. in its own home turf sign, right? So just yeah. like our minds, again, may be really captivated and bright with, with ideas and the desire to like access information and also, you know, understand and then share. And then to your point, right, the Sagittarius full moon, the fiery moon, you know, <laughs> and always that, you know, the connection between Gemini, like, you know, information or knowledge and Sagittarius wisdom. You know, like not, let's not just like take that information and be like, oh, that's so interesting. It's like, so Choice is like, and why and what can we do with it? Right? Right. So it's like that bigger stage of like, of, of broadcasting it to under have a bigger picture
0: understanding. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Sagittarius lives large and, you know, Sagittarius, you know, you know, I always say it's, it's ruled by Jupiter, which is the most gaseous planet (laughs) in the solar system. So Sag can be a little gassy and in terms of like, I want to get it out there. I need to express myself. I need to share. And sometimes when Sagittarius is not completely imbalanced, it can be a little bit too much in your face, a little bit too direct and honest. So. That's going to be an interesting time between like the 10th and then the full moon on the 14th this month.
1: Yeah, completely. And just thinking too, and something I didn't think about before, is that that full moon does connect in with Neptune. Because two days later, we have that exact Sun-Neptune square. So we have this full moon and then we have Neptune squaring it. And so it does feel like maybe the direction to go, like the aim doesn't on the surface feel really clear it's a little bit Mm. hazy. Mm -hmm. so it's really about having a broader perspective and feeling into like okay where do i want to move you know and to what at the behest of what am i dedicated to like sharing insights Mm -hmm. you know because again i think we have to somewhat approach that Gold Moon. Now that I'm thinking about it, in that Neptunian way, like things may be like, oh, things are illuminated, but like it's also really pretty hazy out there. Like, how do you clear through the fog? Right, tuning in,
0: tune in to be able to like attune to what's outside. Yeah, absolutely. And let's talk a little bit about the solstice. So Mm -hmm. that is, yay, summer solstice. That always makes me think about. A beach with a tall <laughs> drink in my hand, and we, so we that can, of we course, can make that happen. <laughs> could we? Could we? A tall, a tall drink and some sand. I would love that. So that, of course, is on the twenty first. The sun, of course, also enters Cancer that day, and then we have a Venus Pluto trine. So you know, I think the solstice is always kind of, to me, that time where you really feel the shift in energy. You really feel like, okay, we're in a new season. And, you know, here we are talking about movement and rhythms and the movement and the rhythms changes, the light changes. And so there's always usually some kind of powerful shift there. Yeah, for sure. Right.
1: In that sense of the ext- you know, the shift and the extreme, like we've pulled mm-hmm. all, all the way to one end, and now <laughs> it's time for like a return. But really that extreme of whether it's the light in the Northern Hemisphere, or the dark in the Southern Hemisphere, just like and honoring that interplay of the light and the dark.
0: Um, so, yeah, so happy, happy solstice, everyone. Okay. Let's, let's wrap up the month because we do have some stuff happening, some kind of tricky stuff here um, towards the end of the month. Um, so um, I've got June the 28th highlighted. Of course, this is the Cancer new moon on that day. Um, that's also the day that Neptune goes retrograde um, in Pisces. And then we have a Venus-Jupiter sextile. And yeah, let's Let's talk about that. What's what's the energy there, Stephanie? Yeah. Where sh- where should we start? Maybe like, we'll ask part of the it order feels that tricky, you right? It's yeah. Like,
1: so, Cancer New Moon again. New Moon, new beginnings. You know, yeah. seed. You beginning to seed your intentions, right? And you know, on a general level, Cancer New Moon is about new beginnings related to feeling rooted, feeling a sense of belonging, feeling at home. You know mm-hmm. with whom and where, and by yeah. doing what do I feel at home? there's oftentimes themes related to home or to family to roots to tribe to nourishment and protection yeah, right yeah. um and of course, you can see where I think that one's at about seven or eight degrees cancer where that falls in your personal chart will be like where that spark moment is for you in terms of like beginnings you know yeah. what, you know the intention to seed um. And but on, and on the same day as Neptune going retrograde again, Neptune stationing means like lots of Neptune is around those days. Yeah. And, you know, that sense of disillusion of boundaries that right. has us be closer to others. And closeness on the one hand is beautiful, compassion and love and empathy, closeness to your muse, that artistic inspiration. But of course, watch that closeness where you like drop your boundaries and you just like enable or you take on other people's things as if they're yours when they're not really yours to take on.
0: Right. You know, it's interesting that we, you know, we began our discussion of the month talking about fire and Mars and all this stuff. And here we kind of wrap it up with this more watery kind of energy with the new moon and Cancer and then Neptune retrograde in Pisces. So it kind of feels like, again, that whiplash a little bit about go, go, go. And then this watery energy to me is a little bit more fluid, a little bit more internal, a little bit more connected. So it's going to be quite an interesting journey <laughs> throughout the month of, you know, beginning with the fire and then kind of ending, hopefully, with maybe a little bit more of that kind of watery you know, inner peacefulness and, you know, just feeling like I can just kind of gear down a little bit.
1: I think that's such a good point, right? I mean, it's just, I mean, it's obviously the month is more than like two or three pot times, but like the beginning, right, in terms of that, like that fire, but that slow, and then that Uranian energy in the middle of the month with that fiery full moon, and then just all this water, you know, it just feels like at the end of the month, like the way forward is not to push, The way forward is just to flow, like catch the wave, you know, catch a wave, (laughs) or like allow yourself just to like be in the stream, you know, trusting the stream,
0: you know, trusting the stream, trusting
1: that like really deep sense of connection like the connection mm-hmm. that is inherent within yourself
0: you yeah. know and
1: the connection you know on that universal perspective like that
0: real true like all is one sense so mm. you know that's so neptunian right of getting back to that you know sense of unity and yeah. compassion and we're all one and we're in this together you yeah. know that's so neptune so neptune
1: and you know and on, on, on one level that sounds like so beautifully kumbaya (laughs) and it is but on the other hand it's like if we dissolve our barriers and our borders and to to feel that sense of oneness you know there comes the water there comes the tears right like and just that sense of allowance like allow those feelings to you know not to be too into the water metaphors but to wash over you you know and to feel them and to like have them also feel like they cleanse you Mm really important. Oh, look at me. I'm just
0: like, oh, that's beautiful. No, I think that's a really, really powerful reminder. I like that we kind of are ending the month with a a cleanse, you know what I mean, or an opportunity to release, you know, and maybe even grieve a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. wow. Okay, so tarot card of the month. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready. So for June, the tarot card that we chose is the Strength, or Force card of the Trow, and it's a minor, uh, excuse me, a major Arcana card, and in some decks it's called Strength, and in some decks it's called Force, and it's very much, this card's very much the story of the Maiden and the Lion, and so please indulge me for a moment, and I'll tell you the story, you're familiar with it, and once upon a time, there was a Maiden, and she was traveling, she was walking through a meadow, and she encountered a ferocious beast beast, a lion. And she was like, oh my gosh, here's a lion. What do I do? Well, the maiden is Virgo, the innocent. And because she's innocent, she actually feels like that she can make friends with this wild and ferocious beast. So she doesn't kill it or she doesn't run away. She doesn't call someone to cage the beast. Instead, with time and patience and mercy And understanding, she gets to know the lion. And then she falls in love with the lion, and the lion transforms and surrenders to her. And so it's very much about this energy of surrendering through patience and time and mercy. So, but the question is what does the lion represent? The lion represents our passion. And our desire. And the reason why we chose this card is because it feels kind of, it's ruled by Leo, but it's got this very fiery, almost like Mars energy. And so the lion represents our desire, which can be a very scary beast. How do we have a relationship with our passion and our desire without being eaten alive? And so that's the the energy of this card of like really slowing down, listening to your desire, being patient with your desire, loving your desire, warts and all, and see what's in there, what your desire has to show you. And by doing that you're transformed. And so the force card or the strength card uh, in a lot of decks, it's a picture of a lion with his mouth open and the maiden has her hand in her ma- in his mouth. And the idea is she doesn't force his mouth open. So we don't force things. The lion does it because he falls in love with the maiden himself. So there's the story of the straight card, all about love and desire. And I think it's just a reminder to us again about this patience and pacing ourselves and really having a relationship with our scary beasts out there, whatever they are. Maybe it's with your anger or with those parts of yourself that scare you a little bit. How can you have a more loving, relationship with them and with that comes this wonderful transformation oh my god it's so beautiful i love that i love that card yeah what
1: your desire has to show you i'm thinking like too like with all that we talked about the month like being gemini curious a about that question and then seeing at different times of the month like in that mid-month with that venus uranus like through that sense of wanting to change things up like what is your desire You know, having to show you, or like at the end of the month, being like really soft and watery and seeing like connecting to your desire that way. Yeah. That's a beautiful card
0: for this month. I love it so. Yes. Yes. The force or strength card. Well, my gosh, Stephanie, I think we've done it. I think we've actually unpacked this crazy month of June. And so before we we sign off here, I want to just remind all of you that Stephanie and I love working with clients through astrology. And you know, so many of the things that we talk about in the So Divine podcast, it's really interesting to see where these aspects and these transitions are happening for you personally. And individually in your chart. Now you can go to the so-divine.us website and run your chart for free. And then Stephanie and I are both available to work with you uh, in a, a little bit more intimate and personal way about understanding. Your astrology. So, if you'd like an astrology reading, don't hesitate to reach out to Stephanie and I through our websites. And then also, I want to mention that I do have a class coming up at the beginning of the month, and it's my summer weekend tarot intensive. And oh my gosh, I love teaching the TRO. This is a weekend online intensive. It's great for beginners and more advanced students. And we really dig into the TRO and it's going to be juicy. So you can find out more about that on my website, meganskinner.com. Stephanie, what do you I, got going and, on? And
1: what, which weekend is that? Remind me.
0: Oh, thank you. It's the weekend of the 11th and the 12th. Oh my God, what a perfect thing to do. Like on the Venus-Uranus conjunction. Oh my God,
1: I didn't even think about that. Yay. Perfect, you know, um, A couple of things for me. One is just again, I'm so excited about the new newsletter that I started creating last month. So I just, I've gotten really beautiful feedback. I love the like creative space that it is. So if you're interested, check it out. It's free. You know, I send out updates about the week and how to navigate the week every Monday, just go to stephaniegaling.substack.com. And then also I'm doing a really fun event on June 26th for those of you in the Seattle area at the Captain Whitby Hotel Ooh. on Whitby. Island in Coopville, and it's all focused on sleep and dreams. So I'll have some information on that on my website in the coming days, probably after Mercury goes direct. So (laughs) check that out. And again, as Megan shared, like we love to work with people personally and help guide you to move through the times of your life. So you know, please, you know, look into our services if it's something that's of interest.
0: That dream um, event sounds so Neptune, right? So th- like here we are talking about the end of the month. What? Oh my, being, God. What? What is oh my it?
1: God, you're right, literally, because it's on, what did we say that was on the 28th yeah. and this is on the
0: 26th so it's like it's catching that wave of all that Neptune. It's perfect. So. I can't believe how on track we actually are <laughs> okay. Stephanie. That's amazing. Uh, well thank you all and uh, for listening we love you. Don't forget to reach out uh, we love your feedback.
1: Yes and big thanks as always to our amazing producers Nick Patri and Sebastiano Tecchio and Megan I adore you. I adore you. Happy June.